there, I'm Kelly Martin, and welcome to this special bite-sized episode of Making It Work, the podcast where you get sound advice from remarkable entrepreneurs brought to you by FedEx. This isn't a new episode, but a bite-sized edition of the best bits of our special episode where we discuss company culture for small businesses with HR influencer Ben Brooks. Asking the questions is Tom Scallon. Could you begin by telling us a little bit about what being an HR influencer involves and how you, well, came to be one? Well, I mean, it's a pretty sexy thing, HR influence. You know, right? you, know you think about hotties in the world, you think of HR, and no, I'm kidding now. Um, I, uh, uh, I am still surprised that this is a space that I've, I've got, I have carved out some influence and niche in because I didn't study this in school and I didn't have uh, jobs in the space until later in my career. Uh, but I'm a person who cares deeply about what work is like for people, their experience day to day, how organizations can create great cultures, promote diversity and inclusion, drive performance and strategic outcomes. And so, you know, I, I write a monthly column for HR Executive Magazine. I founded an award-winning employee development product and virtual SaaS business and uh, am just really fired up in general about pe- how people can be happier uh, and more productive at work and in the rest of their lives. Could you tell us what company culture means to you and why it's important to small businesses? And so in a small business, you may not have defined your culture. You may not have a piece of paper that says, this is our culture or a manifesto or define your values or leadership framework or anything like that, but you still have a culture. And a culture is a function of you know what it's like to be there. And if you have eight people on your team and you have and you add a ninth person, they are likely to want to figure out what that culture is and align to it because that's a part of sort of fitting in in groups and succeeding, kind of tribing, if you will. When I think of my grandfather, who was a miner in the north of England, if I tried to explain company culture to him, he'd have just laughed in my face. So he's a coal miner. So there was a culture. There was a culture about how people let loose after a shift you know, maybe they have a beer together, how new people may have to initiate, you know, they may have to do the crappiest job, you know, in the mine uh, as a part of a new person earning their stripes. Um, if there was a problem, you know, how you spoke to a manager or how you resolved the conflict with a, with a fellow miner in the coal mine, there was a culture. He just wasn't called through this fluffy sort of word. He might have described it as like how things happen around here. What's it like here? How we get on? You know, who are my mates? Here's an offer exclusive to Making It Work listeners. Open a free FedEx business account today and you can get up to 40% off shipping services, including residential and delivery surcharges. Just visit FedEx.com slash making it work offer or click the link in the episode description and start saving on shipping with FedEx. Now back to the show. Would you say it's paramount that company culture has to be ever evolving? Yes, the values change over time. If you want to have an example of that, think of a friend in their life before they had a child and after. Things change as our context or conditions change. And that's an important thing to realize as small business owners of what's important to you now may not have been what's important to you. Could you tell me a little bit about diversity and how it contributes to a strong company culture? Or actually, does it? Is it all is it all in my mind? Well, diversity and inclusion is near and dear to my heart as well. Now, one of the challenges, though, is you can imagine if you've got a bunch of friends and you all maybe were from the same town or you went to the same university or uh, you play in the same sports league or do a thing, and you're all going to go 
out one night. You're figuring out what's a good night out. Well, it probably would be pretty easy to figure out what kind of food or what part of town or how much money you're going to spend or how fancy or if you're going to eat or drink or how late you're going to be out because you're all from a similar background, right? There's some commonality. Now, if we were to have the same group of people be work colleagues and you have people from 10 different countries that grew up in 10 different countries in different ages of life in different backgrounds or socioeconomic or education or race or ethnicity, gender, et cetera, and you're like, well, let's, we're going to go out and have a great, a really fun night out. You may have 10 very different definitions of a fun night out compared to your buddies. And so part of the inclusion side of diversity and inclusion is diversity, right? It's like, do you have the, 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 the different perspectives, right? The different backgrounds, the different demographics, the numbers. And so you have to calibrate to what's appropriate in your local market. And employees are a lot more empowered and a lot more knowledgeable about sort of what to look for and we'll call it out and it can come with great reputational and brand consequences. That's it for this Bite Size episode. If you don't want to miss out on new ones, be sure to subscribe. If you're enjoying what we're doing here at Making It Work, why not give us a rating and review? We read them all. If you'd like to know more about the entrepreneurs featured in this podcast or want to listen to the entire episode, head on over to fedex.com slash makingitwork. See y'all in the next one.